brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Looking back on the week that was and forward to the week ahead, it's the Fantasy Football Hustle. Waiver wire, trades, roster management. To win in fantasy football, you must remember one simple rule. Never get out hustled. It's the Fantasy Football Hustle. All across the fantasy universe, welcome everybody into the Fantasy Football Hustle. I'm your host, Brian Drake. You can follow me on Twitter at Drake Fantasy. Also on TikTok at Drake Fantasy. I've still never posted anything on TikTok, but I decided I might as well make the names uniform, you know, for branding and marketing. So if you're on TikTok, one of these days I'll start producing content over there and it'll be like, you know, a little drip, drip, drip through a, a dam and then all of a sudden psh, the floodgates will open and I'll be one of those annoying TikTok guys. But anyways, welcome in everybody. I know it's been a minute since we've done a hustle show, but I felt like you know, kind of what we do here on the show, we, we serve the purpose. We got you into the fantasy playoffs. Hopefully some of you guys cashed some checks and hoisted trophies, as we always like to say here on the show. We'll talk about some of my leagues and how I finished up this season and also some fun things happening with myself and with the show and also with these final four teams in the NFL playoffs and Humble brag, we'll get into some Eagles talk at the end, but I've got notes on every single team. I'm uh, kind of flying without a net here also today. I just really wanted to get back in front of you guys and kind of lay down what's happening here with the hustle. If you follow me on Twitter at Drake Fantasy, you may have seen the news that starting this very week in January, I will be starting a new venture. That's right, a new podcast with my pal Joe Dolan. You can follow him on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan and the crew at Fantasy Points. You'll know John Hansen, Adam Kaplan, Graham Barfield. We'll get to Graham Barfield later. Uh, Scott Barrett, uh, Tom Brawley, so many great, great, great uh, writers and podcasters. I'm really happy. I've been a fan of the guru, John Hansen. Uh, to throw some wrestling talk in there, I've been down since day one, like the Usos, man. I've been a subscriber to his sites for about Shit, 20 years, man. And as soon as he went on Fantasy Sports Radio with Adam Kaplan, I was a huge fan. And we've had John on the show. Uh, I've told him to his face at the Fantasy Football Expo. Well, uh, you know, what a big influence he is to me. And to be able to go work for his site in some capacity is pretty kick ass, man. Uh, you know, we started this podcast, Dwayne and I, geez, what, five, six years ago. You guys were riding with us, and now to get paid to do a podcast 
is is pretty awesome. So I, I'm super thankful. Thanks to Joe, uh, you know, for believing in me. And uh, it doesn't mean things here are done with the hustle. I know if a lot of you guys have tweeted at us about that. Uh, you know, Dwayne and I, we're not dead. The beauty of what we've done here is no matter where we've gone, no matter what sites have hired us, and you've seen the incarnations of this show in the past from, you know, Dwayne working at Football Guys and Establish the Run and PFF and now Fantasy Life, and as he's risen up the mountain, we've always kept things together here as a family because we own the show. <laughs> you know, Dwayne and I are the fantasy football hustle, and and we might not get out as much content together as we used to, but you know, we're still bros and we still talk and don't be surprised if you won't see some more content from us coming and you're definitely going to see some more solo pods from me. So don't think the hustle's going anywhere, but I just want to give you guys the heads up as the yet unnamed podcast with Joe Dolan from Sirius XM and fantasy points. And I come together. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk fantasy. We're going to talk football, a lot of guys stuff. You know, you want to talk golf, you want to talk, you know, marriage. You want to talk about, you know, just being an adult and having a job and, and maybe being a boss and some of the things that come with that, uh, that's what we're going to get into on the show. It's not just going to be straight nerding out to football talk. So that's what really excites me is kind of bring it full circle, something you guys can listen to and enjoy in the off season that isn't just, you know, numbers beating you over the head. Uh, I think that's what some folks are really looking for out there in the universe. And, and I hope Joe and I can provide that for you. And again, the hustle will still be here too in uh, some way, shape, or form, because thanks to all you out there, the Fantasy Football Hustle, for the first time, was nominated by the FSWA, the Fantasy Sports Writers Association, for 2022 Fantasy Football Podcast of the Year. That's right. Your boys did it. We wanted this for a long time. Dwayne will never say it. He, these awards mean nothing to him. I'm not going to lie to you. It means a lot to me. <laughs> as, as the guy who does a lot of the marketing, does a lot of the, the back end, the YouTube, the social media, uh, you know, every day grinding with this show, it means a lot to me. Uh, so just to be nominated with the launch pad from Dave Klug, uh, from uh, Dave's from Football Guys. He does a really nice job over there. I sent him a message uh, Monday night congratulating him on getting uh, his his show nominated. He's done a, a really great job. The Fantasy Football Forecast, Matt Harmon, Yahoo Fantasy, the all-in kid Jake Seeley, he's nominated. The Fantasy Footballers, maybe the biggest fantasy show on the planet. Chris Harris and the Harris Football Podcast. J.J. Zacharyson, the Late Round Podcast, and the Fantasy Football Hustle. Those are the finalists for Fantasy Podcast of the Year. It's cool. Hey, let's just say what it is, man. That's pretty damn cool to be included with guys like, you know, the Fantasy Footballers, Jake Seeley, J.J. Zacharyson, Harris Football, Yahoo, you know, and, and the work Dave's doing. That's awesome. I don't care. You can be as humble as you want. Everybody wants to get noticed for the work that they do. And I'm happy that, you know, it, we got to submit our draft plan show, which you guys all know and love. And one of the drafts that we did 
for a high stakes league early in the season. And the good folks at the FSWA thought high enough of them to say, hey, this is one of the best shows out there. And you guys listening, you know that. You've been listening for, geez, what is this, five, six years now. So we've been the best kept secret in fantasy. And now maybe the word's getting out. So, But thank you, every single one of you guys out there who's listening to this show. And if you're listening today, I appreciate that. Uh, some more good news from the FSWA. I was nominated for the second time for Best Fantasy Football Article for my article over at FightingChanceFantasy.com about engagement farmers versus content creators. It's all the buzz on fantasy Twitter. If you want to read that, uh, I believe it's pinned to the tweet in my uh, bio at Drake Fantasy. So many, so many good folks uh, nominated in that category. So, you know, maybe awards aren't everything, but you know what? Once in a while, damn it, it's nice to be noticed. So that's some of the news, the comings and goings here uh, with the hustle. So how did things end with the season? I hope you hoisted a trophy, but man, with the DeMar Hamlin situation, the Bills and the Bengals, and who knows what you commissioners out there were up to. I know in a league that I run, the Alcoholic Hayes, now next year entering its 18th season in operation, all my good buddies, it came down to two guys. My good pal Mark Holtzauer, Don Cohane. I'll give him shout-outs here in the finals. I was not in the finals. Did make the playoffs, though. Shout-out to me. And really what it was is uh, Mark's team had, you know, about a 45-point lead or whatever it was. And Don had two players to go. And we said, hey, listen, the game's not going to be played. We're going to wait. We're going to see what Yahoo and the NFL rules. And that's kind of what we're going to go with. When the ruling came out that the game would not be made up, I went to the guys and I go, hey, this is what we can do. I can make you co-champions, split the prize money, and put both the names on the trophy. The guy who had the big 40-point lead said, I don't want that. I'm up big. I deserve to win. I understand. You know, he's fighting for his his title. He he wants the all or nothing. You know, that's, that's his mentality. I respect that. So he said, all right, well, how about we play out week 18? You know, the players that, that Don had, we can let Hunter, uh, who did he have? Uh, I was going to say Hunter Hurst Helmsley. That's that's another show. We'll get to that in a few moments. He had Hunter Hurst, <laughs> Hayden Hurst, and Stephon Diggs. So uh, we said, let's let those guys play out week 18. Whatever their scores are, that'll count. Now, Don, again, Don's the guy losing. He goes, nope, I don't want that. I'm down. I'm losing. We agreed to whatever Yahoo said happens happens i will take my loss now again mark the gentleman who would be getting handed a championship said no no i can't win that way i can't be handed a championship this guy cannot concede to me a championship so i had to battle beg plead on my knees please don let us use the points from week 18 get a fair shake you've got a shot to win stranger things have happened finally Don's the nicest man in America, by the way. And he said, okay, fine. Let's have that happen. And as you all know, Stefan Diggs and Hayden Hurst did not score 40, 50 points, whatever it was in the final week. So we crowned a new champion. But I know many of you out there in your leagues, you had tough decisions. And on my Sirius XM show, Sunday nights, I opened up the phone lines on the final show after championship week. And I was amazed with the amount of folks that called me telling me their stories and how they handled the league. So in the the comments on YouTube, I'd love to hear how you guys handled your league. 
you know, reach out. I'll respond to you. I'm the guy who works on the YouTube channel. I want to hear how you guys came to your conclusion. And I'm sure there were some hurt feelings and some, you know, some salty language used in your group chats. But being a commissioner is not easy, guys. (laughs) But I hope everyone found a fair and equitable way to crown their champions. My two big industry leagues that I was in, the Scott Fish Bowl that you guys all know I've talked about. I was in the top 10 all season long kicking ass, taking names. Really, my team kind of got steamrolled in the semifinals. I was without uh, Justin uh, Deck. Uh, who did I have out there? I was without Jalen Hurts. And, you know, Justin Fields was banged up. I had to roll out, you know, I think Brock Purdy. I had Minshew. So my team just kind of took it on the chin. That's a very, very hard league to make the finals of and even harder to win. It's you know, it's so wackadoo with all the rules, but thank you very much to Scott Fish for having me in every single year. And uh, I'm very proud to say that I won my division and made it to the semifinals. So that was awesome. <sighs> the Kings Classic. This is a 14 team, three flex league, uh, snake draft, drafted at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. All the big names are in it. I'm in the league, Dwayne's in the league. Drew Davenport is in the league. Uh, let's see who else we got in there. Um, let's see Marcus Grant from NFL Network. Like I said, Drew Davenport, Doug Orth, our good buddy Scott Pianowski from Yahoo. Uh, our our pal. Um, let's see Graham Barfield. Graham Barfield from Fantasy Points. My new coworker. He came into the finals. And I'm looking at his squad, and I go, listen, I'm the number one seed. Most points scored. Also, most points against. That's hard to do. And he's starting Russell Wilson. You know, he's starting, I think he had Taysom Hill. He's rolling out, uh, you know, the the kid. From, I can't even think of his name now. The, the scrub wide receiver from the Saints. I'm like, I got this in the bag. Are you kidding me? I got Mahomes. I got Kelsey. I got Miles Sanders. I got Richie James. Oh, everyone's winning with Richie James these days. Wouldn't you know it? Freaking Russell Wilson goes out there, scores more points than Patrick freaking Mahomes. Taysom Hill scoring touchdowns against my Eagles. And lo and behold, it comes down to Sunday night football. I've got a slight lead. By slight, I mean like three points. Full point PPR. And he's got Pat Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth catches a ball in the first series of the game. I go, well, that's it. I'm cooked. I still got the lead. I'm up literally by like half a point. Pat Fryermuth doesn't catch another ball the rest of the game. I don't even watch the game. I, I do my serious show. I turn my phone off. I don't even watch the game. I watch whatever. I'm, you know, upstairs with my kids. Uh, we're watching, you know, Bubble Guppies or, you know, uh, Bluey or some nonsense. And... All of a sudden, it gets to the end of that. We're putting the kids to bed. I'm like, all right, let me check. Let's see how much he won by. I turn the phone on. I'm still winning. <gasps> how much time is left in this game? I run down to the basement here. If you're watching on YouTube, that's that's where I do all the shows here in the man cave. I look, and there's about two minutes to go, and I got the lead. Oh, my God. I might win this thing. So I turn the game on. I'm like, well, might as well crack a beer if we're going to do this right, you know? as I'm doing right now, two-minute drive, boom, 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 down the field. There's about three plays left in this game. Wouldn't you know it, they just happened to find 
freaking Pat Fryermuth. One reception over the middle. It means nothing to the game. Pat Fryermuth gets the reception in the yardage. I end up losing by, I don't know, two points or so to Graham. It's tough. It's tough to get that close in a league, especially a 14-team expert league, but just like your home leagues, guys, or your high-stakes leagues you're playing in, you know, that you're putting a lot of dough on the line. You work all year long. You grind that waiver wire. You made the right draft picks. You're kicking ass. You're the number one seed. And you get to the playoffs and you lose because of guys like Taysom Hill and Russell Wilson, Pat Fryermuth. Oh, good Lord. I can imagine how Cowboys feel. Cowboys fans, how are you feeling on these days? I say that because the Cowboys are out. Their season is over. Now, I'm not Stephen A. Smith. I'm not going to put the hat on and the cigar and rub it in the face. Does it bring me great joy when the Cowboys season ends? You're damn right it does. And if Dwayne was here now, he'd be giving me the Eli Manning double birds. But, you know, anybody when they see their rivals team lose. Are they excited? You bet your ass you're excited. But there's some things we got to take from this game. First of all, Tony Pollard gets injured. Terrible. Tony Pollard entering free agency. We'll see where he lands. Remember the Cowboys did sign Michael Gallup, you know, while he was injured in the offseason. Not that Michael Gallup did anything. We'll get to that. But we'll see if Tony Pollard can come back. Dallas needs Tony Pollard. You can't roll with Zeke Elliott next year as your lead dog. And I wouldn't be surprised if there aren't other teams lining up for Tony Pollard's services because Tony Pollard is electric out of the backfield. He can make things happen uh, as a receiver, and he's just a little lightning bug uh, when he gets the ball in his hands as a rusher. So Tony Pollard goes down, and Zeke's got to come in into the game. And the Cowboys, as they often do, abandon the run in the second half. They they have no interest in trying to run the football. Zeke led the way 10 carries for 26 yards. I believe when Tony Pollard got hurt, Zeke had two carries for 20 yards. I was looking at my phone. I'm like, what's going on? Let me these stats. So once Tony Pollard left the game, Zeke had, are you telling me he had another eight carries for six yards? You got to pay that guy a lot of money the next few years that's that's not fun but the story of this game was Dak Prescott Dak Prescott was terrible turning the ball over twice two inexcusable interceptions if you make the sixth most money per year for a quarterback that's what Dak Dak Prescott does you can't make those throws you can't throw for 206 yards 23 of 37 when you're going up against Brock Purdy Last guy picked in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, a rookie, seventh-round rookie, who threw for 214 yards, no touchdowns. You lost the game to him, 19-12. And Dak, just, he just didn't look good. You know, you can watch all the talking heads out there, talking about, you know, Dak, and he's taking too much time in the pocket, and he doesn't make good decisions, and he bounces on his back foot 15 times before he throws it. But it, it it's partly on him. And it's partly on the fact that this team just doesn't have a lot of talent around him. You know, Jerry Jones out here talking about, oh, I'm sick. 
and, and we shouldn't be in this spot. Yeah, you shouldn't be because you should still have Amari Cooper. You should have somebody else besides C.D. Lamb, who you targeted 13 times on Sunday, to make a damn play. You can't be targeting Dalton Schultz 10 times. Dalton Schultz, he had 10 targets. He turned it into 27 yards. Look at the other guys on this team. Noah Brown, the ghost of T.Y. Hilton. You got Michael Gallup out here running wind sprints. Didn't catch a pass. He's not even in the scorebook. So really, as much as we want to lay it on Dak Prescott and on Twitter, if you follow me, trust me, I did. Someone has got to go on Jerry. It's got to go on Jerry. What is this team? What is this offense? Now, I tweeted out about Dak Prescott, and boy, oh boy, is it getting some traction here. And I said that Dak Prescott's being built up to someone he's not. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not. I don't care what anybody says. You know why people think he is? It's because of the star on the side of his helmet. If he played for the Indianapolis Colts, people would be saying, listen, Colts got to get a new quarterback after this year. Dak just ain't it. You know, he's okay. He's mediocre. I put it on Twitter. He's Derek Carr. Okay. Before this year, he's the same thing. He's not going to turn the ball over until this year. And he turned it over a ton through the most interceptions in the league. But he's not exciting. Yeah, he'll win you some games. Can he win a division every couple of years? Sure. Put some nice pieces around him. But he's not special. He's not exceptional. Great guy. Always wins the press conference, and that's why people like him. You can put him in the Ford commercials. And I'm sure in Dallas, he's on every commercial every five minutes, right? And that's why you look at a guy like him and you go, oh, he's great. You know, we love him. He's a great dude. He was a fourth-round pick. Dallas had two fourth-round picks that year. He wasn't even their first fourth-round pick. There were seven quarterbacks taken ahead of Dak Prescott. He was never a top prospect at Mississippi State. He was never a top draft prospect. He's never elite. Look at a guy like Tony Romo, undrafted free agent. Both these guys come in. Dallas is in a tough spot. They don't have anyone to play quarterback. And these guys come in, and because of the nature of the offensive lines in front of them, because of the running games that they had early in their careers, they were able to shine, right? You can talk all you want about Tony Romo, this, Tony Romo, that, Dak Prescott. These guys are great. Tony Romo's not a Hall of Famer. What games did Tony Romo ever win? What games did Dak Prescott ever win? He had a seventh-round rookie on the ropes in his place in Santa Clara, and he couldn't put him away. So real tough spot. And I, I don't want to hear the guys, oh, we should get rid of Dak. and all that. No. Dak's fine. It's tough to go find somebody that much better than Dak, especially now that you've already paid him. But that's the point. You've already paid him. You're stuck. And that's partly why you had to get rid of Amari Cooper. And you've overpaid Ezekiel Elliott. And you made mistakes paying guys like uh, the linebacker that you already let go after you, you gave him a big contract. So... Cowboy fans, it's going to be tough to swallow because I knew this was your year, right? You had that great offense. You had the defense everyone was afraid of. But after one playoff win, how about them Cowboys? Oh, it's fun. Uh, 
Hey, and my Eagles could get bounced in the NFC title game or the Super Bowl. Them's the breaks, but you can't lose to your rival. You can't lose to the Cowboys for sure in the NFC championship game. I was petrified of that, but you really couldn't lose to the Giants in the divisional round, and the Eagles did not. The Eagles hammered the New York football Giants 38-7, to and no one was talking about the Eagles. It's all about, ah, it's Jalen Hurts' shoulder and, you know, Lane Johnson, he's got the, the groin injury. Those are all they're valid points. No one's talking about how talented this Eagles roster is. And it's not me, Brian Drake, Eagles homer here. You know, a year ago, I bashed Jalen Hurts more than anybody, anybody on fantasy Twitter. I was saying how he, didn't, he couldn't throw the football because he couldn't, how they needed to go get him help, which they did. So I'm not some Eagles homer here. I like to speak the truth. When they play bad, I'll give it to you. And if they get bounced in the next two weeks, I'll talk about it uh, objectively. Jalen Hurts came out. He didn't have to do much. 16 to 24, buck 54, two touchdowns against a Giants team. It was frankly just overmatched. The Giants don't have a good defense. Their linebackers are garbage. Uh, I mean, one of them, they literally picked up off the street. All their wide receivers. <laughs> I mean, if you want to call them that, these are guys who are, are, you know, you thought were washing your car three weeks ago. Guys like Isaiah Hodgins, they got off the Bills, you know, trash heap. Uh, he was playing for the Bills earlier in the season. Richie James, Darius Slayton, they're paying all that money uh, to Kenny Galladay, who can't do anything. He got there and block occasionally. So they've got decisions to make in New York, right? The roster is not good. Is it improving because you've got a better GM? You've got a better head coach? Absolutely. You got Saquon Barkley, unrestricted free agent. You got Daniel Jones, soon to be unrestricted free agent. Are you going to pay them both? I doubt it. Now, you saw Daniel Jones, another game under 200 yards. I looked at my guy, Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan and I are going to do a little work in a few weeks, But uh, and I'll talk more about that in a few minutes, but you want to look at Daniel Jones. He threw for 200 yards or fewer, according to Ryan in his tweet here, for the 12th time on Saturday night. 12 times this year, Daniel Jones threw for under 200 yards. Everyone wants to wax poetic about Daniel Jones. And I saw some idiot talking about Daniel Jones, you get MVP votes. But if you got a, a chance to get an MVP vote, you should get that stripped from you. That's ludicrous. Daniel Jones is okay. Okay. He's a guy who gets to run around and, you know, make a couple of plays. He's another guy like Dak. He uh, Dak's better than Daniel Jones. Let's let's be honest. But Daniel Jones isn't winning anything. Daniel Jones isn't bringing you to the Super Bowl. They don't have any weapons. They've got to go out and draft minimally two wide receivers. I don't know if you can get rid of Galladay's contract at this point. So you've got to find somebody. Maybe you make a trade to try to get a wide receiver, but you can't roll into next year with Galladay, Richie James, you know, uh, Darius Slayton, Bellinger, Hodgins. That can't be your starting crew. It can't be because you're going to get what you got this year, which is, hey, got a nice run in a down NFC. Again, the NFC is not great. There's only three good teams in the NFC. It's the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Cowboys. Those are the only three good teams in the NFC. Everybody else is mediocre or crap. You're going to pay Daniel Jones 
thirty million dollars a year. Dak's making forty. You're going to pay Daniel Jones thirty to throw for under two hundred yards twelve times a year. You're going to pay Saquon Barkley sixty-one yards on Saturday night. Second half of the season looked like a different guy. Wasn't breaking off those long runs. Wasn't running for massive yards like he was early in the year. We know what Saquon is. Two yards, one yard, three yards, 50 yards, back to one yard, two yard. I mean, if you're the Giants, maybe you let Saquon go. You get a comp pick. Go draft somebody. I mean, you know, you, you want your quarterback running around. The quarterback is incredible. It's not even close how much more important Daniel Jones would be to the Giants and Saquon Barkley. But Saquon Barkley is the guy that sells the jerseys. He's the face of the franchise. And I, I think people would be upset if you just let him walk. But, you know, you're going to pay all these guys? You're going to spend big money on a running back? I don't know how smart that is in this this day and age of, of the NFL. So a lot of questions in New York. Uh, cre- congratulations to the Giants, though, for making it to the playoffs, winning a playoff game. If you're a Giants fan out there, you know, it's not battling for a top 10 pick. You're actually playing meaningful football. You're not saying, oh, well, I hope we're, we lose for the rest of the season so we can get you know the, the fifth pick and we can finally draft a quarterback. No, you're playing meaningful football, and that's what football fans want. Uh, I had this conversation with my father-in-law, you know, longtime Giants fan. The guy doesn't even watch the games. He can't watch them. He's, he says, if they win, I'll watch the, the DVR. If they lose, forget it. It's not worth my time. And I asked him, I go, you know, Steve, do you want them to lose so you can get a better draft pick? Or make the playoffs and then, you know, get your balls stomped on like what happened uh, at the link on Saturday night. And he goes, I want to make the playoffs. He goes, I'm sick of rooting for draft picks because I want to root for a winning team. And I, I respected that as someone who's seen a lot of heartache from his own team in, in Philadelphia. You want to root for a winner. And once you get to the playoffs, who knows what can happen, right? So good for you, Giants fans. And uh, we'll see you guys can keep turning the corner uh one team that thought they turned the corner is the buffalo bills <sighs> bills mafia you deserve better bills are soft bills are soft they got beat up they got bullied by cincinnati 27 to 10 in orchard park it wasn't even close this game wasn't close from the opening kickoff bills got the shit kicked out of them and it was joe mixon 20 carries for 105 and a score. It was Chase scoring a touchdown. Really, he scored two. I don't know why they took the other one away. I mean, elite playmakers all over the field for Cincinnati. And that's the difference. You've got elite playmakers and a killer. A killer in Joe Burrow. That's the difference. Joe Burrow's a killer. He's Kobe Bryant. Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, super nice guys. Maybe to an extent, Jalen Hurts. You get him on the podium at the end of the game, they always say the right thing. What's Joe Burrow talking about after the game? Hey, go get your refunds because we're going to the AFC Championship game and you're not. I love that. I love it. And the Bills, you got an identity crisis right now. You built this team to try and beat the Kansas City Chiefs to try to win a shootout with KC and Mahomes. And you forgot about Cincinnati. And now Cincinnati's here, and they've got a damn good team and a really good underrated defense, and they put you to bed. 
on Sunday and ended your season. And Buffalo's got an identity crisis. They can't run the football. They have one receiver, and he's pissed off running around acting like a baby. It's Stephon Diggs. He got 10 targets, only turned that into 435. You can't win in Buffalo with Gabe Davis and Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie and Devin Singletary. And it's, it's not going to happen. You can't win that way. You're not going to win the Super Bowl with that crew. Look on the other side with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon can get up and put 100 yards on you on the ground when he has to. You need more weapons in Buffalo. You can't tell Josh Allen to go play Superman every single week. You can't do it. It just isn't feasible. And teams can figure out how to stop him. (laughs) And they did. So Buffalo's, you've got to get tougher. You know, you played, you play too soft. You play a finesse game. The Bills are a finesse team right now. And they got pushed around by a bunch of bullies in Cincinnati. Oh, man. It's going to be a good championship weekend. Can Brock Purdy go into Philadelphia in a hostile environment? Christian McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell, both banged up. Eli's got the groin. Christian McCaffrey's got a calf issue. And the Eagles clicking on all cylinders. If Jalen Hurts is healthy, A.J. Brown, we'll see how he's feeling. Uh, But it's going to be interesting. And on the AFC side, I think Cincinnati steamrolls Kansas City. I mean, you talk about a high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes. People don't play on high ankle sprains. And they don't play well if they ever do. When I do my Sirius XM show, Dr. Jesse Morris is on with me every single week. And we talk about high ankle sprains. And I go, Jesse, anytime I see a high ankle sprain, I want to head for Z Hills, right? I want to drop that guy. I want to trade him. I get rid of him. He goes, yeah, absolutely. He goes, that's like a six, eight week injury. People don't just bounce back from high ankle sprains. This isn't like stubbing your toe or a little low ankle sprain you got when you stepped off the curb wrong. This is a major injury for Patrick Mahomes. And they're already a little talent deficient when you look at what the Bengals are rolling out. You know, you got Juju and, you know, Kadarius Tony, I mean, uh, you're leaning on him now. He's more a gadget player than anything else. And of course, the great Travis Kelsey, but can a defense take away Travis Kelsey and, and now immobile Patrick Mahomes? I sure think they can. So we'll see what happens in the championship game. If you guys aren't into, you know, watching football 24 7, maybe you flipped over Monday night, you watched the Raw 30th anniversary show. If you're a wrestling fan, Maybe you used to be a wrestling fan and you kind of only get into it around events like the Royal Rumble. Well, I got something for you because I want you to go over to the Fantasy Football Hustle YouTube page and Wednesday night, I'm going to be doing a show with my good pals, Joey Wright, Ryan Reynolds, and the Royal Superstar himself, Brandon Murchison. We will be doing a Royal Rumble preview show talking betting angles, talking our picks for the men's and women's event. And yes, you can bet on the Rumble. (laughs) There's places to go and find the odds, and we'll be talking about it. Just the Rumble's fun, man. You don't have to be a diehard wrestling fan. Just a great thing to throw on with your buddies. We're going to talk about some ways you can gamble on it uh, at home with your pals to make it a little more interesting and talk about some of the surprises we hope to see. Because that's really, let's be honest, that's what it's all about. You want to see some old fan favorite come through the curtain. And I got a surprise entrant that I think could come in 
I got a whole storyline laid out, and it would be the biggest news in wrestling if this happened. And there's a chance. Oh, there's a chance. Sometimes there's no chance in hell. There's a chance for this one. So if you want to tune in over at the Fantasy Football Hustle YouTube channel, check out the Royal Rumble preview show. Big shout out to my pal uh, Five Yard Lee from the Five Yard Rush for doing the graphics for that show. It's going to be kick-ass. So again, to reiterate, thank you guys so much for helping us get here, helping us become an award nominee from the FSWA. Thank you to those guys uh, for recognizing the hustle, something you guys have done for years and years and years. And we got the new show coming your way. Myself and Joe Dolan of Fantasy Points and Sirius XM. That'll be debuting. Head over to fantasypoints.com. Look up the Fantasy Points podcast wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see that drop this week. Joe and I will be recording that on Tuesday, so you will see that come out on Wednesday. We're going to do it all through the offseason, a show or two a week. Uh, It's going to be a good time. Have some guests. And a lot of fun. Again, follow me on Twitter and TikTok, I guess, if that's your thing, at Drake Fantasy. So happy to do this show all season long with you guys. And I know it was different. We only had Dwayne in season for the one week, but not to fear. I think we put together a pretty damn good show. And, of course, Dwayne's doing all this kick-ass work over at FantasyLife.com. I hope you enjoyed the guests that we brought on this year and the solo pods. And I'm going to keep doing the solo pods, to be honest. And I'm going to do more solo pods where I'm just talking to you about life, where I'm talking to you about me, my inner thoughts, because I think that's what people connect with. I think that's what listeners like is when you can kind of get to know me as a person and go like, yeah, I know Drake. Like, yeah, he's my boy. Like we talk fantasy and I like hearing about his kids and I like hearing about his golf game. And I like hearing about booze and selling bourbon and, you know, work and all that other fun stuff, marriage and all the crap you guys are going through as you're driving around going for a jog with your earbuds in right now doing the same thing so we'll have a lot of fun but thank you guys so much for another great year of the fantasy football hustle we'll be back soon with some more content until next time folks remember to never get out of this this has been the fantasy football hustle we're back next week with all you need for waiver wire trades roster management and more until then never Get out hustled. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.